Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast, where our mission is to help hosts share their space and live their dream. This episode is sponsored by our free Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist. Our comprehensive Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist will take the guesswork out of what you'll need to finally get your Airbnb off the ground. You'll have the confidence to do that thing you've always wanted to do. Get started today sharing your space and living your dream by visiting our website, thanksforvisiting.me, and that's for F-O-R, and signing up for your free Airbnb Startup Essentials Checklist. Again, this is free, so hurry up and get your copy today. Now on to the episode. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests, and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Hello, listeners. I'm Sarah Karakan. I am Annette Grant, and together we are... Thanks Thanks for for visiting. visiting. We got it this time. (laughs) Still on location here. Uh, Remote location. Remote location. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I should say. So Sarah and I are recording separately from our homes right now. Uh, And we, I'm just going to put it out there. Proud of us because we're making this happen. And uh, the technology has been our friend, actually. So without uh, taking too much time on tech, let's talk about one of our favorite things, STR Share Sunday. Hashtag STR Share Sunday. If you're new to the show and you don't know what hashtag STR Share Sunday is, it is where we like to highlight our fellow hosts and that are sharing their space and living their dream in hopes that A, we are going to get to stay with them someday and become friends with them, but also... Get them some, you know, Airbnb love and some Instagram love and give you ideas on up-leveling your hosting game. So, to Sarah, who do we have today? Who yeah, are we highlighting? Today, we are highlighting the Hillside House. And so, if you want to look them up on the grams, it's the underscore Hillside underscore house. And it is run by Cameron and Lauren. It's a small remodeled 1960s cabin on Airbnb overlooking Grandfather Mountain in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And it is super, super cute. They have done a, they'd worked on it for an entire year and it looks like they got about 20 reviews now. So they just opened not too long ago. So they are new hosts. So they would love some encouragement from the hosting community. So if you happen to not be driving right now and you can go on Instagram, go look them up, double tap a couple pictures, send them a message of encouragement. And it's beautiful. And we've noticed some really fun things that they do differently. And so what did we notice, especially in their Airbnb listing? We saw a very, very detailed list of kitchen amenities. And we are assuming that they have such a detailed list because 
they are in the mountains and I'm assuming people are going to be traveling there and be eating not so much out, but eating in and having to prepare their meals. But Sarah, just let's give a little tidbit. Um, It was basically almost everything that they had in their kitchen, I feel like, right? Well, it's not just their kitchen too. They What they do is they they started with the kitchen, but then the next one is front bedroom, then back bedroom, and then shared bathroom. So just real quick, you know, the front bedroom is queen-size bed, two nightstands. Um, these nightstands have electrical and USB outlets, a dresser, mirror for getting ready, luggage rack. I mean, they give you a detailed inventory, but their kitchen is good. 12-cup coffee maker, pots, pans, cookie sheets, pizza pan, muffin tins, square baking dish, two glass Pyrex dishes with lid, salad bowl, wooden popcorn bowl. I could go on and on. It's it's a very detailed list. And Annette is right. I'm sure it's just... Now they don't really have to answer probably too many questions. I would love to talk to them about how potential guests are reacting to the detail. Are they reading them? Have have they seen less need or not... not I, I did. I, yeah, I don't know because it's just interesting. There's a lot of theories out there that the more bullet point listed you are, um, people can consume that easier. But they kind of just have it in like these little paragraph chunks. So I just love all the different ways of skinning a cat. They've got 13 five-star reviews. They do highlight their Instagram handle and they have a hashtag right on their Airbnb listing. So I mean, their pictures are stunning. They're doing it right. Their design is on point. It's not too much. It's definitely not too little. And it's aesthetically pleasing. It's just gorgeous. So well done, you guys. And like like Annette said, we are we are hunkered down right now. It's April of 2020. So we'll be ready for a sponsored sleepover as soon as we're allowed to travel. <laughs> a, a couple of other things when you're looking at their listing. I love A, the color of their front door. It's like a grapefruit. And then the interior colors they use are are amazing. But one thing that we really struck me that was amazing is their hero photo, their main photo on their listing oh, is yeah. their cabin at night. And you don't see night photos, exterior night photos that much. And I thought that was a really cool differentiator. Well, I was telling Annette, I was like, well, if you think about it, if you put... so. They've got lights in the front of their home and the surrounding area is obviously almost pitch black. And you can definitely see the home. like You can see the detail of the front porch and the hot tub and the place to eat. But if you looked on this on Airbnb and you're in a sea of other photos, most of them are interior photos of the couch or the master bedroom. This black photo is going to pop amongst all the other pictures. So... I wonder how strategic this was that maybe they were like, hey, we got, how are we going to differentiate ourselves within the photography aspect of the listing? I know. Let's be the only one with a nighttime photo. So yep. I think that's really smart too and really interesting. And I, I want them. I'm hoping you guys, if you're listening at some point, Cameron and Lauren, let us know. Is that strategic? How was that, how was that turning out for you so far? I, I wonder what they're... You know, how many viewers they're getting on their listing. Mm-hmm. So For well sure. done. It's beautiful. All right. Again, go follow them. Make sure that you guys hashtag SDR Share Sunday. We need we need people to to highlight. And it's yeah. super fun for Sarah and I when we're getting ready for a show. Yeah. So let's get on to today's episode. Oh, it's a meaty one, Annette. It is good. It is 
Is midterm the new short term? Yes. And I do want to give a shout out. Sarah and I signed up for a webinar that was hosted by Rentals United and Transparent. So a lot of this content was peaked from the webinar that they put on. So we do want to say thanks to them. And the reason I even jumped on that webinar, Sarah and I, was that we were like, wait a second. Mm, Do we even really understand what midterm is? And is that somewhere to pivot? And we thought we needed to educate ourselves some more so we can give our listeners uh, some of the deets on what's going on in the landscape currently. So, Sarah, right. what? Let's talk about midterm and what that what that means in comparison to short term. Right. Well, I think it. Let's start with what we know. Long term right. usually means year leases, mm-hmm. usually vacant spaces. I would. I would. I would venture to say vacant and unfurnished. You mean? I'm sorry. Yes, unfurnished, not furnished. Vacant. Um, I'm sorry. As a stager, you're like, is it a vacant property? Like, yeah. Short term stay, at least in terms of how like our city views it, is anything less than 30 days. Mm-hmm. So, anything more than 30 days, but less than a year, would then be a midterm stay. Yes. And so I think you know, just because podcasts live on forever, we should let our listeners know. And right now, it's April 2020. We are hunkered down because of COVID-19. And people are using short-term rentals differently right now. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to go over the trends that have been apparent and share them with all of you. And so that if you're freaking out right now or you're wondering how you can pivot, there's some interesting things that show a lot of promise Mm -hmm. and just some windows of opportunity. Yes. The webinar was amazing. But a lot of what um, the focus was is there is essentially zero mobility right now. Everyone's mm-hmm. pretty much in either sheltering in place in their own home or in their own city. So even if people are getting short-term stays, it's normally from people that are still from that city or they are stuck in that city. So, right. uh, But the interesting part I want to lead off with is that this crisis will be a catalyst for extreme mobility when the travel bans and the shelter in place is over. And what I mean by that is mobility and the fact that people are going to be excited to travel again. Uh, Jobs are going to be changing. Uh, People are learning how to work from home. And I think a lot of companies are going to adapt that work at home strategy after this. And so their people aren't going to be tied to their location for their jobs. So between mm-hmm. travel and work, like the, people are going to become more mobile. And that is where this uh, demand for midterm stays could be could be on the rise. Right. I mean, because if you, if you, let's say your business is located in Columbus, Ohio, but you are like, well, I've just spent three months sheltered in place. I've gotten the same amount of work as I used to get in. I want to go spend six months with my family in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then I want to spend three months with my spouse's family in Florida. Right. Cool. I can do that. And mm-hmm. so wh- where are they going to stay? Most likely not with their family for those amounts of times, but in midterm stay places. Yep. So that is very real. I, I mean, I'm 
I run 20 properties here in Columbus, Ohio. We are about three weeks in from our governor shutting down our state, maybe four weeks at this point. And I am back up to 85% occupancy, but almost all of those, uh, my current stays are for three weeks to seven weeks long stays, which is not normal for us. Normal for me is to have three or four turnovers a week. So that was so. A, that was also a term that's fairly new. That So the length of stay is completely changing right now. So the length of mm-hmm. stay is changing. And then also the lead time of reservations is changing. So, right. But not to get too far off from midterm stays, let's talk about essentially some data points that are important when you're thinking about potentially pivoting to midterm stays. Your monthly revenue is going to change. Signif- you know, I don't want to say well, significant, but your you have to look at it differently. Yeah. You can't look at your nightly rate anymore if you're exactly. a midterm stay. You exactly. got to look at it from a weekly to a monthly standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so, you need to be competitive in the weekly yeah. to monthly. But also keep in mind, you aren't going to have as much most you know, as much work involved, most likely of like check-ins, mm-hmm. checkouts, turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning the sheet, you know, that your time invested is going to not be as significant. So there's things that are going to change there. Also, the number of requests for booking, those are probably going to change also. The length of stay and then the time, the time to reservation right now mm-hmm. is something that's changing. I think if you're even contemplating longer stays, you really do need to price them aggressively and be aware that it's going to, your calendar would change significantly if you were to turn over to be predominantly short, um, midterm stays. Well, right. And the opportunity we have right now is we kind of went from, you know, high occupancy numbers to literally zero. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. And they're saying their data that they're showing is you have about 10 days 40% of bookings happen within 10 days of the guests arriving. Mm-hmm. So, and actually, Annette, that's pretty darn true for what happened to me. So March 8th, I went from completely occupied to nothing. And about, I would say March 16th. Right. There was I a had, little transition. People had yes, to figure it I out. I was like, wait, there's movement in my, yeah. in my yeah. reservations. And because the foreseeable future was open, because in short-term rental land, people don't, people, the, the time of reservation there is about 30 days. They say about 50% of bookings happen 30 days or less. Mm-hmm. So people were able to book for a longer term and I just couldn't believe it. Like, so anyway, that just goes to show you that you're going to have to get strategic on your pricing too. And I think we, so when you say aggressive, I don't think we mean like right now during the pandemic is one thing, but if this is going to be something that you want to explore mm-hmm. even moving forward, because now with pe- the way people move is going to be different, I, you can still make a killing with profit or you can still make good money. Um, we're not suggesting, I don't think that you're going to have to be the same price as what someone would offer a home for an entire year and you need to bring your own furniture. Yeah. I think what we just mean is you can't take like what your nightly rate is and multiply that by seven and say that's what your weekly rate is, right? You're just, it's going to be different because you're, and you're going to have, you you won't have those orphan nights anymore either, right? right? Like those random Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays where you're not booking your space, you're booking them for your base price. Right, exactly. So there's also that trade-off too. And I guess when I said aggressive, I should have said 
stay competitive. So um, yeah. competitive for what that is right now right. In, in moving forward. Uh, all right. But I want to say something that really stands out to me, and we're going to go through some, besides Airbnb, where you could list if you are interested in pivoting to midterm stays or just not even just pivoting, but being aware of what else is in the marketplace. But this was encouraging to me also as seems, not seems, it is. Europe is vastly ahead of us on the midterm stays and the channel. And when I say channels, just those are sites that listing sites essentially that are in existence. And I think what's exciting about that is I'm I'm cool that the, the US is delayed on that because I'm hoping it's something that will just catch up with them and there'll be more listings. We have something to learn from now yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So um I was I, I I'll be honest, I kind of got lost in this like uh rabbit hole of other listing sites today because I've kind of had blind I had Airbnb blinders on. And I think Sarah and I, we want to share with everyone today some of those other listing places because I like my eyes are wide open right now on the midterm stay and the opportunity out there. So let's let's go through some of them and explain one what they really do. quick in that too before we jump into those sites. Just so listeners you know we talked about what a midterm stay is. And apparently, according to this data, 74% of bookings are for 3 to 12 months. So 74% of bookings are for 3 to 12 months. So for example, 1 to 30 days is about um, 3.2%. 31 to 90 days is 14.3%. And then the biggest part of this pie is 91 to 180 days is 42.6%. So that's the midterm rental length of stay. Those are some averages for you, what you can expect, which is kind of exciting. And that you also mentioned too, like you will make more money if the opportunity is to to rent your place out short-term, just as like this whole podcast was surrounded, what inspired us to start the podcast. But it can be, we talk about burnout, it's real. So... Now that we have these sites, and that's going to go over soon here, you could, if you needed to just take a chill, <laughs> maybe your life is, maybe your life is hectic and you just need to like not worry about, you know, the constant turnover and the, all the things that go on with a shorter term stay. This is a really cool way to pivot too. You know what I mean? Even if it's just for a short term for you to do as a host. Yeah. I th- and but, I think right now, like everyone, there's a lot of things up in the air. I don't know. Maybe you're having to homeschool your kids for the rest of the year. And maybe it would just be easier to have, a, you know, a midterm guest right. in your space and not have to have to be host and teacher uh, at the same at the same time. Or, you know, there can be times where maybe you've crushed it uh, financially on your short-term stays and you do want to chill and you want to pivot over to some midterm stays for a while. Um, mm-hmm. You can do that too. But I think that's what's so great about short-term, midterm is you have that flexibility, you know. Um, and that can you explain? So there's there's two different kinds of websites that that exist. I think right. There's the websites that specialize in a certain kind of stay. Mm-hmm. Yes, even a certain kind of guest. And then there are these websites that take all of these channels mm-hmm. and they put them on their site. So like an aggregator, yes. right? And yes. then so I can now shop yes. as a host. I can put my listing on this site. And it will feed it to a different audience as well. 
right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So go ahead and explain that better than I just did maybe. But no, there are no, two I different think... kinds of sites here. Yeah. So, I mean, for for instance, when you put your property on Airbnb, you're That's only on Airbnb until you would sign up for some other sites that would list your property also. Like Verbo so, or HomeAway, the most popular right, in the exactly, States, I would say. Exactly. So I think, yeah, everybody, I think not everybody, most people are familiar with Airbnb, with HomeAway and Verbo. But um, some of the ones that were new to me while um, I was doing the research today is um, Housing Anywhere, House Stay, and nest pick. And just everybody, we will put these in the show notes. And then also second address. And second address is more leans towards corporate midterm housing, but um, that's also also an opportunity for you. So for instance, nest pick, like I said, it's N-E-S-T-P-I-C-K. They have all midterm to long-term stays. And on their site, they claim that they are the largest search engine for furnished apartments. And they have properties that are on Airbnb, Spot a Home, Second Address, uh, Stay Stay City, Homelike, Sonder, Homestay, Student.com, Housing Anywhere, Home Away, Bungalow, there is a multitude. Uh, so they are the large, the biggest platform search for mid to long-term rentals. They have more than 1 million listings. I will let you know, some of those places that I listed are only um, in Europe, but still, I think definitely check this out because when you go to it, opposed to if you're just looking, I don't know if anyone's ever looked for like a 30-day plus day on Airbnb. A lot of times, you'll see all of the listings that are available. So uh, like Nest Pick especially will just show you, hey, this is it'll give you their monthly rate kind of route right out of the gate instead of having to put put the dates in and, and, and look at that. But then house stay is the same. Like I said, second address. Also peek at that and housing anywhere. And I was just kind of blown away that... A, I hadn't really researched these sites before, but they're giving some really great options to people looking for those midterm stays. And I will say, obviously, the larger the population, the more density there is of listings in the area. So the difference, I will say, in these midterm stay sites versus Airbnb, some cities are not even represented. So... I, I just want everybody to know that. But again, if you are in one of those bigger cities, I think it might behoove you to be on some of these multiple listing sites, depending on what your occupancy, what your occupancy rate is. But they were all um, there was a ton of other. Uh, I just want to bring it up. There is a ton of student furnished housing, which is really big in the midterm market. If you're interested in that. Um, I would just search that on Google. There are a plethora of sites also. If you happen to be in a university town, like Sarah and I are, we're in a huge university town. But if you're specifically in a, in a university town, there are a lot of listing sites available to you also for the students that could be looking for not only uh, private 
places, but they could do shared also. There's a, a lot of space, a lot of sites that you could check out there. And yeah, so dig into that, you guys. We'll go to the show notes, start start typing these places into your uh, into Google and check out what comes up what comes up for you. So well, there's other there they gave you some examples too. Like if you are like, wait, girls, I you're talking too fast or I, I never remember to look at the show notes. A great tip is to go to Google and like whatever town you live in. So let's say you live in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, right? And so you can go to you can type into Google apartments for rent in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, long-term housing in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, furnished rentals in. Get it? So like whatever you are Type in that and go to your town and see what pops up and see what websites bring up those things. Because sometimes people don't go to Airbnb directly to look for these things. They just say, I know I need three months stay in you know, uh, Tacoma, Washington. So I'm just going to go into Google and say, one bedroom furnished apartment for rent in Tacoma, Washington and yeah. see what gets served up. And I do think um, also there's some other search uh, s- search words that you should use like corporate housing, business apartments, extended stay. Those are things that the business traveler or someone, maybe they are relocating for work. They might look up, just look up corporate housing. Or if the corporation does, you know, a lot of times they'll have a relocation unit and those are the type of stuff that they'll be looking up. So definitely take to Google with, with the terms. And let Google And some recommendations that they, that um, we have for, ways to highlight a midterm stay. Like what remember we we always talk about who's your audience. And just because I have a particular audience doesn't mean you have the same audience I do, right? We have guests on here all the time that who host in California, way different than Columbus, Ohio, or Phoenix, way different than Columbus, Ohio. Well now we're attracting guests who need different things when they come to stay. And so some of the things they need are the fact that, well, yes, we're fully furnished. We have fast internet. And how fast is that internet? You might want to say exactly how fast. The fact that you have a washing machine in the unit will be important to these people if they're staying for 30 plus days. It's secure. Um, what streaming services you offer, some sort of you know in-house entertainment. If you're a short-term stay, guests may not care as much because they're there for such a short period of time. Uh, laptop-friendly workplaces. It's ideal for a long-term stage. You can have that in your title comfortable staycation unit in your title, suitable for children, right? They might be traveling with their family. So those are just some things you can think about to put in your listing and your title and your headline to get uh, increased exposure. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that you could do. You could do today, even on a short-term rental site, Airbnb, to right. maybe capture some long-term, st- some midterm stays currently without having to, you know, list on any other sites. Those are things that you could, if you're looking for that type of, of guest. But uh, I think I think the key for the episode today is we really um, just wanted to get you thinking about something other than short-term stays and, hey, I'm going to throw in the towel and just get long-term renters. There are other options out there. And one thing that was interesting to me too is this could be... Midterm stays might also be interesting to you if you potentially have some regulations coming to your city on short-term rentals. You could potentially not have to, you know, if, if they start to regulate and do not allow short-term rentals anymore, you could pivot to the midterm stays 
instead of having to go directly to a long-term stay. Because I think if, if that happens in your area, most people would go straight to long-term stays. So hopefully that midterm market wouldn't be as congested. But uh, just something to think about if regulations are any chatter in your area right now. It's something that you could think about pivoting to, to midterm stays. Absolutely. And something else that we were talking about too is just thinking outside the box. Right now, when you go to Airbnb, you're just going to Airbnb to book a place to stay. And then maybe you get served up some experiences you can, you can enjoy while you're staying in your Airbnb. But you can't book a car yet. And you can't book a flight, right? Or maybe you're starting with the flight and then you're going to go book a place to stay. And so websites like Booking.com, TripAdvisor that have really the whole picture when you're going to go book travel, it might be smart to... Because I was fighting with it a little bit. I was like, right, but my occupancy is great with Airbnb. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to complicate things. Like... I just, why break, why fix something that's not broken? But then she got me thinking. I was like, well, I would consider trying a, a, a online travel platform like booking.com because if you start with the flight or you start with the car rental, they're going to serve you up short term rentals, midterm rentals, whatever to finish that whole, you know, holistic trip picture. So think about that too. If you're kind of like me and you just want to keep things simple, that might be worth the time it would take to learn another platform and to put your rental on there to get more exposure. I, I just... I'm kind of a strong believer and I really don't see the point in... And in, in the States, HomeAway is a very similar platform like Airbnb. And like, I just... I just I, I'm doing great. I'm meeting all my numbers. We're crushing it. We get great guests. Like, why fix it, right? But I, I am seeing the value in a website that offers those other, those other travel necessities. And Airbnb might do that soon, right? But Or these platforms that serve up Airbnb, HomeAway, Verbo, Booking.com on this one place. And so that might be more of those people who just search three-month furniture stay in Columbus, Ohio. Nest pick might come up, show my place, and they click on it, it takes them to Airbnb. So it's just an interesting way of finding listings. Yeah, absolutely. Do we think we have anything else? Well, I was actually... Um, I wanted to look up another thing too that I know is another thing, that, a way to pivot into midterm or long-term stays is to see if you can work with insurance companies mm-hmm. and help families who have been displaced because of a tragedy that's happening in their... It had to happen at their home, right? And we have someone local who's actually working on something. And that what was the name of his... In town stays, is that mm-hmm. what it was? Mm-hmm. And in but, is I N N. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes too. Right. And he, you know, and he's not the only one doing this, but um, you can work with insurance companies and they have a much larger budget to help these families move into something a little a midterm stay mm-hmm. while their home is being repaired or rebuilt or what have you. And these insurance companies will pay a pretty Penny <laughs> to mm-hmm. have them stay with you. So I, you know, I think that is something that you'll have to look into who serves your area with those. And I know in town stays is looking to be a, a a much larger picture. Yep, and serve a lot of the states. But for now, um, so that's episode number um, fourteen, I believe, season three, episode fourteen. And that was with BJ Allman. And so uh, you may want to check out that episode. I can link to it in the show notes too. But that's also another interesting 
way mm-hmm. to use your furnished home and have ways to pivot. So whether it's a global pandemic or your life just changes, rather mm-hmm. than changing to a completely different strategy like long-term leases, vacancy. And that's a different market, you guys. That's a very, very different strategy. Mm -hmm. And there's different rules in place, different legalities in place. And so before you make any rash decisions too, just think about how you can just pivot your business Mm -hmm. to accommodate your life. Yep. I, I agree. And again, like we said, if it's if you start getting hosting fatigue or if you have that time where you know occupancy rates dip really low, maybe it is an opportunity. You can have someone come in for three months six months and then during peak season ramp up to yeah. more of a short-term stay. So and and if you work with a if you work with a dynamic pricing system, um, a third party like Price Labs, Wheelhouse, Beyond Pricing, they do they can help you do that. So you can set it to where your pricing changes so many days out or so many days before the date approaches. They'll help you read your local market and do things that you could never do on your own, even if you're in your calendar every single day trying to adjust pricing, it really is worth it to get a third-party dynamic pricing system to help you be competitive, especially if you want to fluctuate the length of stay and and your pricing strategy. That's it. I'm done that. All right. Okay, listeners. So that's another episode. Thanks for visiting. Uh, uh, please, again, hashtag STR Share Sunday. We are... We're ready to share. We're ready to share. And plus, it's just fun. And hashtag uh, sponsored sleepovers. Those will be back (laughs) once uh, shelter in place is is over. So we uh, we joke, listeners, but honestly, Annette and I have been in through so many short-term rentals. We've been doing this for so, so long. We would love to come to your short-term rental. Maybe maybe we can be your, like we like to call them, your truth-telling friends. We'll stay the night. We'll tell you what we would improve. And we totally, we're straight shooters. And uh, we just want to make you better hosts. We want you guys to enjoy your spaces more. And we want to help you make more money. Yeah. And you got, you will bring our roadcaster and our headsets. do an episode. Listeners, if you don't know how cool the roadcaster is. I'm like, what is a roadcaster? It's man? okay. I'm, I'm a podcast nerd and... The roadcaster. I'll introduce you to it when we come stay. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. All right, guys. I am Sarah Karakayan. I am Annette Grant. And together we are... Thanks, Thanks for, for visiting. visiting. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products from hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers. We've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting.